right, good morning. Excuse me, Rich. Catch the first part of the question. I know it's about vaccinations. With which? Yeah, yeah. Your 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 players and coaches are most of them vaccinated. I mean that's. I mean the numbers. I I don't have the numbers right here for you. That's not really for me to talk to speak on. Uh, but obviously it's available for everybody. Uh, so, and you know it's a personal choice as, as we recognize. But uh, we feel like we're in, we're in good shape and uh, we have a very healthy working environment. You feel when you get to training camp, you'll have in per be able to have enough guys reach that threshold where it's everything's quote unquote normal with well, your meetings and things. Yeah, I, I just you know going through the training camp planning. You know we're you know we're planning for the testing uh, facility and, and and all those things. So we're 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 just um, going to be in line with the protocols. You know, and as far as what our numbers are there, you know we'll, we'll address that at that time. Will John be at practice today? Can you have any comments following the death of his father yesterday? Uh, no, that, um, John Foss will not be at practice uh, today. Uh, actually, I was with John uh, shortly after he received the phone call. So, um, obviously, is, is you know John's is as big as a family man as as we have here, and you know our heart goes out to him and his family right now. And um, you know John's love for his family and especially his father Jim. Uh, he's you know, shared many stories in just our short time together. So, uh, but no, John. John won't be here all week. Getting to know John, can you tell the way that he talks about the game, teaches the game, that he's a father, uh, he's a, a, a coaching dad, son, coach son? Uh, definitely. I mean, you know, John Fossil is, you know, he's a he's a coach through and through in everything he does. I mean, he he loves. What, what he does, whether it's the, the, the smallest task of setting up a special team meeting, um, you know, setting up team fundamental drills, and and uh, just you can see the, the relationships he has with the players and the coaches and the support staff. So um, he, he's always uh, beaming with such a positive light, and you know, and it, and it definitely obviously came from his his childhood and, and his love for the game and love for the profession, um, but. Like in, like any of us, you know, you, you know, those are these are these are tough moments, and uh, but I think definitely John is has a lot of his father, and you know, he always spoke so highly of of his father Jim, and you know the the impression and and obviously the foundation he laid for John in his in his profession. Who takes who will take over the special teams part portion of the practice the next few days while he's out? It'll be his assistant, uh, Matt. Matt will take that, and and then we'll you know we'll we'll rally around him. So I mean we've, uh, we we received the news yesterday afternoon, so uh, we'll be prepared for the practice segments of the week. How much different will the workload at minicamp this week than it did during OTAs, and what is your goal for these guys this week? Well, the flow of everything is very similar. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll spend more uh, time in the meetings uh, because, you know, based on this is a mandatory mini camp, uh, so we we have uh, the ability to, to to work longer than uh, the OTA guidelines. So, uh, but as far as the morning schedule and everything leading up to practice, and even the practices will be 
very similar. I think I spoke on this last week. Our goal is to get the, the first eight installations in. Uh, we'll be working uh, that that this week, and we'll, we'll accomplish that. But uh, I wanted the flow to stay to, you know, as close as possible. But, you know, this is our final week with our players, so um, we're just taking the approach that we want to get as much done as we possibly can and, and make sure we're set up for, you know, you know, the virtual component that they need at the next five weeks because, you know, when we get to training camp, we want to hit it running. I think Zeke looks great. I mean, he's been here pretty much the whole time. Uh, he goes to the early morning quarterback meetings, so he's, you know, he's a pro's pro. I've, I've been impressed with Zeke since day one. You know, he sits in the front row, asks good questions. Uh, he knows the offense in and out. Uh, he's definitely, a, you know, one of the leaders, especially the leader of the running back group, and helps the young guys. I mean, he, he does everything you look for in a veteran. So. I think he's in a, had a, he's had an outstanding off-season program. Is there anything more you anything different you've noticed from him? Anything more motivated, more focused, or anything like that? Or does it go back to that whole from day one thing that you've always talked about? Well, I think it's like all of us. I mean, you know, we we, we were six and ten last year, so I mean, regardless of how we got there and what happened, but um, the motivation is very high uh, in our building, and I, I think you've seen it from everybody involved. So uh, yeah, the you know, we're still going through our first real off season in, in a lot of different areas, uh, trying to get it, get things to look a certain way. Um, still, you know, working through some some things. Uh, I think I think it's only normal um, with the with the newness of it. But um, the motivation's high. I mean, it's you know, it's about winning. We understand that. We we feel like we have a great opportunity uh, with the roster that that we've established. But we we know we have a lot of work to do. Make no bones about it. And uh, we can't, you know, we we can't spend enough time uh, together. And, and I think the extra work that's gone into this to this point, I'm, I'm very pleased. Uh, but uh, you know, motivation's high for all of us. Like with, with Dak, have there, has there been a moment or moments during these workouts that you've been around and we said, okay, he looks like he, there's nothing to worry about here with his ankle? Oh, definitely. No, he, he's definitely had some moments. You know, we uh, seen some you know private workouts there, probably. Oh gosh, probably three or four weeks back, where you know I, I definitely felt you know once we were able to see him move in the in the in the pocket, out of the pocket type drills, the scramble drills. Uh, you know we're doing more of that work uh, by design for a number of different reasons, and that and that only helps him. So yeah, but I, I think it's I think it's like a lot a lot of our players and, and really us as coaches. I mean, there's you know we're we're going to be putting in new concepts today and tomorrow. So. You know, and they're not going to look great, and that, that's that's. But that's that's a normal path uh, when you're this deep into your installs. You know, you're getting in more exotic uh, type things and things you don't get a lot of reps on. You know, some of your secondary and auxiliary concepts. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it's it's not going to look great, but that's he needs it. We all need it. So I think it's it's he it's really kind of where we are as a team. But uh, physically, he's he's I, I think he's clearly right where he needs to be. When you get to training camp, do you think, will he be an everyday guy or will he still need a day? I, I don't know if he's done more than two in a row here through these OTAs and stuff. You know, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, he's done everything. Uh, he hasn't missed He hasn't missed anything um, that's been slated. I mean, you know, he's doing a lot of extra, frankly. So the anticipation would be him for him to go to every day is, is the outlook. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll obviously 
you know, we're not naive. I mean, it's just like any player that comes back from injury, especially major joint injury. It's you know that first year back, there's going to be there's going to be some things you have to work through, and um, so. But I, I would anticipate a start with him in a in a full mode, and you know, get him into the team meeting. Excuse me, the team periods, and um, just you know, get back to playing football. Um, yeah, we're gonna have a couple guys miss. Um, so we got, got, got a couple guys that are nicked and so forth. I mean, you'll you'll see them with God, but pretty much everybody has been here throughout, you know, um, the off season. So I don't I don't have the exact numbers here, but we're, we got we got a number of receivers that are, that won't practice today that that have some nicks and things like that. So, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll practice. We'll you know we're not changing our practice. So I mean we're we're gonna hit everything that we. Intend to hit. We've had the walkthroughs already. The meetings are just concluding, so, and they'll be out there at eleven thirty. Given the visibility of Amari Cooper and the talent level on offense, Michael Gallup often flies under the radar. What have you seen from him this off season? And can you just talk a little bit about Gallup's potential entering the twenty twenty one season? Yeah, I think Michael's taking that next step you look for in your young young players. We've always talked about the you know, second year jump. Sometimes it's a third year jump, and you know, it depends on how much playing time and you know where where players are, uh, you know, on their climb in this league. And uh, I think he's clearly doing that. You're seeing Michael play all all four positions uh, for receiver. He's you know he's been primarily in you know an outside a number one receiver, but you know we've been putting him inside as much as we possibly can. And two and three, he loves it. He, he looks good at it, and he's getting more comfortable. So uh, I see Michael taking a big leap this year. Well, I mean, I think the OTA practices are pretty. If there's a position that's challenged, probably the most, it probably would be offensive line, uh, just because of, you know the, the contact and the pads and how you have to practice. Uh, so, so the biggest thing is you know is 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 the footwork. Uh, you know, you work a lot more pass. I, I always have. I've, I've always worked primarily the passing game this time of year. Um, you know, the run game is limited more to jog throughs and. And teaching things like that, so uh, I, I think right away you, you you look for the the new lineman, you look for the balance, um, you know, the, the the ability to to pass that in, the, in these in these circumstances, and you know, it's just like anything. Uh, when you get a young player that comes into the league, and you know, when a guy's on the ground, that's that's a huge indicator that you know something something's not you know not right. Something needs to improve. So uh, that's probably something that I that I first would look at. Yeah, and, and hey, I, I've been part of programs that that viewed special teams that way, and and you know we made that clear last year uh, when we started, and made it clear with you know when I hired John Fossil that you know special teams was going to be a priority here. So um, you know I, I'm, I don't view players graduating from from special teams, um, you know, because at the end of the day, I, I think it's important from a job 
description and job responsibility standpoint, you know, and, and it's probably outside of your your specialist and your quarterback. You like to see your players be able to do you know more than one thing. It's a, and it's something we talk a lot about in player acquisition. You know, what, what are what are the two things he can do? And obviously, his offense and defensive role. But you know, at, at, at what part of special teams can he contribute? So, um, and and hey, you need more than one returner too. So and we understand that it's 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 a long season. It's a longer season. Um, you know, when you use those, I mean, I've. I've gone through it before. Um, you know, Randall Cobb would probably be the, the last uh, player that, that I've, I went through it where, you know, he started out primarily as the returner. And then as he grew and his number grew, you know, you start looking at pitch count and things like that. And I, I, don't, I don't see us there with CD. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll have more than one returner. on an excused absence from this week that won't be here, not because they're injured. Niswander is a guy that comes to mind. Uh, Coach Fossil mentioned him. He's been dealing with something back home. So I didn't know if he was a guy that will be here this week. Yeah, I, I don't, he, he's not here right now. So, um, but yeah, that would be one. Uh, but other than that, um, that's, um, you know, outside of medical, I, I wouldn't have anybody that I would put on that list. I expect Kelvin to be here today, um, so it's good to have him back. Uh, but he's doing the extra. He's been doing the extra work. Obviously, he's um, you know he's been he was in quarantine the last ten days. So, but yeah, he'll he'll work today. Has Nashawn Wright impressed you with what he's done in the rookie minicamp and through the OTAs? Oh, absolutely. Uh, he, he's very you know very bright. Picks it up quickly. Um, so he's you know he's made some plays. You know, there's some technique things which we're all going through right now. Uh, pretty much at every position, but uh, yeah, I really, I really like the way he's jumped in here, and he's been aggressive, competitive. Um, definitely, what you're looking for in your young guys. Yep. We're good. All right. Thank you. Thank you.